You must listen to this entire message before entering a selection. To accept this call, press 5. To refuse this call, hang up now. To block this call and all future calls, press 9. You may enter a selection now. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in with us again. Second episode. Second um, episode. How are you feeling after the first episode? Uh, great. I We had so much awesome feedback, and I just, like, made me even more pumped to come back and do it again because people are interested and people want to know our stories, and it feels good and makes me happy that we can share with other people and then they're sharing with us. Like people are starting to realize what we're trying to do and they are bringing their stories to us and, you know, reaching out and saying like, it feels good to have support when we don't have support anywhere else. So how about you? Are you feeling great about it? I feel amazing. The outpour of support is just like ridiculous. And we both have said this too, that some of the people that we wouldn't even expect to care or be interested, I've said, oh my gosh, I really enjoyed that. And that means so much that you're willing to like give it a try for us and just listen to our stories. It makes us definitely feel important. What's like, what are our updates since last episode? Like what's been going on with us? What's been going on with the guys? I know I got a big one. Jake freaking has COVID-19. Yeah. Somehow Benjamin, probably because he's a freaking OCD clean freak and cleans every like hour on the hour <laughs> yeah knock on wood avoided it he's mm-hmm. tested negative three times now so I'm like that should just qualify you to go home right like <laughs> <laughs> odds are that good it's like you're that lucky I just you're, that lucky. <laughs> you're you're outstanding in every way possible just go home. <laughs> we can dream that does mean that Ben and Jake aren't roommates right now yes but hopefully once all this kind of clears, they'll be able to get back into their unit together and like maybe return to a little bit of normalcy. That would be good. This episode, we're going to talk about friends and family. And we're going to talk about telling our friends and family about our relationships. So we got actually, we got a really good email today that kind of led into this perfectly. Um, And so we're going to read that. I'm going to read it. And then We're going to just give our comments as we go. So it starts out like this. My name is blank and I'm 22. I met my fiance back in November and just for perspective, he's 37, almost 38. So there is a big age gap there. One day, my friend was on the phone with her boyfriend who's currently incarcerated as well. My friend was driving and had her man on speaker and she jokingly told her boyfriend if he had a friend for me. And a few minutes later, some guy hopped on the phone and was like, hey girl, what's your name? I went along with it and talked to him for a minute, joking around, because I had no intention of ever talking to him again. Okay, right off the bat, like, how would you feel about, like, just jumping in with some... That, that's wild. And because I joke around that, about that to a lot of my friends, like, they'll break up with their boyfriend, and I'm like, I know a lot of nice guys in prison. And I mean, I do, but... I would never purposely set up a friend with somebody in prison because it's not fair. And I say that even though I am and you are, it's not a fair relationship and you got to be okay with that. And you have to be very like 
strong-minded and have a lot of heart and faith being in a relationship with somebody who's incarcerated. I don't know, obviously, the dynamics of the friend's relationship enough. Right. To, you know, maybe they've known each other for 20 years and something, you know, we have no idea about that. Yeah. But I understand that things can just sort of happen. You know, obviously, I understand that, that yeah. things can just sort of happen. But that's just, that's kind of the first, just like, okay, interesting way to start. Okay, so it says... Anyway, she ended up showing me how to put money on my phone, and we talked earlier that night a few times, and we just clicked right away. He asked me when he could call me back again, and I told him he could call me the next day, and we've talked every day since then, except for about three days that he was on quarantine with the virus. I think, too, right there, there, and we've kind of mentioned this back and forth before, is that there's a whole different aspect to talking to somebody on the phone and not have been to feel that like sexual tension or attraction you can just get to know somebody for who they are and what they're worth even though you aren't seeing them in person but you get to know them a little bit better when you just have communication and that's all okay next this is where it gets pretty intense i had moved into my dad's house at the very beginning of december so about the time that i started talking to him my dad's girlfriend and I were pretty close and she was getting kind of suspicious of what was going on. So I told her and she ended up telling my dad, which he did not agree with. I ended up only living with them for the month of December and basically ended up having to move out on my own and get my own place. He started telling me things like I was a bitch and the most common thing that people say, telling me that he was just using me because he's in prison. Eventually he went on to tell me that he wished somebody would kill me and then he wished he never had me that he wished I would have never been born in the first place. My relationship with him since my parents divorced when I was younger hadn't been super close, but I definitely was not expecting that to happen. I, I just feel like right there that that has nothing to do with her and her relationship and everything to do with him and whatever else he has going on. I can't imagine being told that by my dad or by anybody. And I hope to, for her sake, I mean, she sounds like a very strong and smart woman that hopefully she didn't take that personal and know that he obviously has his own issues going on. Absolutely. As soon as people realize that most of the things that people do and say is a direct reflection of themselves and not a reflection of you, it yes. makes your life so much easier, you know? So, and just from reading this email, I think we both agree that she is, yeah, super strong and she seems really intelligent, really like straightforward, knows what she wants for, especially for 22 years old Yeah, to be able to handle that, like good for her. And I think that there's a difference too, between being protective and being an asshole, you know what I mean? Honestly. Yeah. And he doesn't understand that line, in my opinion. I've come to peace with the fact that he won't be in my life, but I still gave up my relationship with him in order to be with my fiance. My dad and my mom hadn't spoken since I was in fifth grade and they got a divorce. But one day my dad ran into my mom and asked her how she felt about me talking to somebody in jail. At this point, talking to him was still new, so my mom didn't even know. So when she found out from my dad, I ended up telling her, and obviously she was skeptical at first and did not agree with it. She kept asking me if I was sending him money and all sorts of questions and had a problem with our age difference. Since then, she has talked to him a few times on the phone, and she told me she's willing to go visit him with me when visits reopen. And next weekend, we're going to go visit his parents for her to meet them. So it's a huge step, but it took her a long time to warm up to the idea of me being with him. 
she sees how happy I am, all the letters that he sends me and the little gifts, and the fact that he'll always call back right away if, when, if we are in an argument, which is rare, to fix things between us. She finally sees that I'm happy and that he respects me. She still doesn't agree with us getting married while he's incarcerated. She thinks that we should wait until he's out. But I think she's come to peace with knowing that I'm going to be with him no matter what. I think, like, getting married while incarcerated, um, I mean, obviously, it's something me and Ben have talked about many times. And the first thing for me is that I don't see any benefit in it. Um, and I could be wrong. But a lot of it, I mean, he's incarcerated. He has potentially four more years to do so it's like what good does that do for me as far as even like taxes and stuff like that like it's just kind of like I don't think it does much of anything and then um he always tells me too like he's like I don't want to have a shit prison wedding he's like I don't want any of these people to be here at our wedding and you deserve so much better of a wedding than in prison and so I really like appreciated that part too from him saying like I deserve better you know even if it's five ten years down the road whenever we get married I know that I'm dedicated to him so marriage to me at this point is not like a big deal coming from somebody who met their partner while they were incarcerated I have no idea what Jake is like on the outside Jake doesn't have any idea what Jake is like on the outside because last time that he was a free man it was 10 years ago I don't know how long this girl's partner has been in, but right. the world has changed a lot in 10 years, yeah. you know, but that's just my opinion. I would never do it, but I understand that everybody's paths are different. Okay. It says we're both giving up things and people for the time being to be with each other. I gave up my relationship with my dad in order to be with a man I love forever because that's how strongly I believe in us. And I'll be by his side the whole way when he gets out to help him get partial custody back of his kids. I previously sent in our marriage packet and the fees back in February, so we're just waiting for visits to reopen to get married. And then we'll have a wedding out here for both of our families to celebrate with us. And the last paragraph says, and we both have feelings on this too. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to add, people love to romanticize prison relationships and it's nothing pretty. It is so hard and takes a strong type of woman to hold it down and be loyal. But the person that you're waiting for is almost always worth it. Yes, I agree. I agree so much. Thank you so much to this uh, yes, thank you. fan. I don't want to say fan. Yeah. So <laughs> no. friend. The friend. The friend. Yeah, she's our friend. Yeah, she's our friend. Yes, absolutely. And it, it, you know, a lot of movies, a lot of things do romanticize prison relationships or even going to visit somebody in prison. Like it makes it look cool and all this stuff. And it's just like, it's really not that cool. Like that's a really good segue too in the kind of like our own stories of telling our families and our friends about yes. the relationships. Yes. And since mine is so recent, maybe okay, you go first. Yeah, I will. Mine is so recent because it hasn't been that long since I've talked about it. I already told Anna too that I feel like this is gonna be a little bit tough for me just because there's things that I'm still kind of wrestling with in my head like thoughts are going back and forth about certain things and I haven't really come to terms with some of the situations that are still present in my life um in regards to friends and family knowing about Jake and to kind yeah. of put some exposition behind it like before I started dating Jake I've just been like super private 
when it comes to relationships in general. It's I've never really been one to broadcast them, like who I am with or anything yeah. like that. It's just, it's not me. It never really has been me. So I've stepped 6,000 miles out of my comfort zone now because he's all I talk about, obviously. And the first people that I told was my core little group of friends. I have like three or four friends. And I remember because I had to answer the phone and I had to, like, I had to leave the room because I, I get nervous. I was like, I gotta go take this phone call. Like, yes, I know the feeling all too well. Yes. Yeah. You're like, I have to go. Cause it almost, it's like, you're, it feels like you're doing something wrong and you don't want to infringe upon your friend's time. And, but you know, you can't call them back. It's just, it's yes. really hard. It's so I told hard. them and I was like, so I'm talking to this guy and like, I was like, he's in prison, and honestly, this is so, they're like, of course he is, pretty much with it, they're like, <laughs> there's always like, a there's like, of course he is. So I told them, and then they were just kind of like, skeptical, of course, asking the questions that everybody asks, um, I answered them, I was super honest right from the get-go, I was like, well, if I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the truth, Yeah. and they've been like, honestly, like, my core group of friends have been super supportive, and they don't really like, ask about him, but they don't, you know, shun it when I talk about him. We're just, yeah. we're pretty chill about the whole thing. And like, sometimes they'll say, how's Jake doing? Or how, how are you? Like, what's yeah. been up? And I'm just like, yeah. what's a good little step? And then yeah. I have some friends too that are just like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. Like, they are just like full gung-ho. And I oh, yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. And they know who they are yeah. too. So shout yeah. out to them. Um, eventually told my mom and she was like, okay, you know, like, all right like what's up with that you know just cautious like a mom yeah whatever but cool and she has like slowly but surely it's really interesting because she slowly but surely started to understand the justice system a little bit better and she never cared before and now she hears about all of these cases online and stuff Mm -hmm. people who get less time than ben and jake and she's like so messed up she's like that is so messed up oh yeah she's awesome like that (laughs) The real one that was been super hard is been my dad because you know I'm his only daughter and when I first told him I was like I really skirted around it I was like dad I have a boyfriend he's like oh really and he's like I was like yeah and then he's like what does he do where does he live and so I didn't lie you know I said <laughs> I go he goes where does he live and I said Fort Dodge and then he goes well, what does he do I go he works for the state of Iowa <laughs> <laughs> He does work for the state of Iowa. That's, that's so perfect. Okay. And I was like, yeah. He's like, cool. And then he didn't have anything else really to say. And so I had to go. I go, and he's in prison. Like, I said it so quick. I was like, he's in prison. He's like, what? And he was not okay with it right away. And he just kind of, like, scoffed. That's just who my dad is. Scoffed and wanted to ignore it. And I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to be like, so what do you think? Do you have questions? What's yeah. Like, let's chat. Let's Dan. put it all out on the table right and now. And then, um you know, a couple weeks had passed by or whatever. And I brought it up again, just like saying, oh, Jake said this or whatever. And he goes, do you know about him? And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, do you know he did this, this, and that? I go, yeah, dad, I know how to Google too, is what I said. (laughs) I was like, yeah, because that's what he did. He just typed his name into Google and made an opinion about him based on some article from 10 years ago relating only to his crime, of course. Right. So that's been tough. Him and I just don't even talk about it. He doesn't bring it up. I don't bring it up. Um, do you and your dad usually have like a good relationship? Never really had like an emotional relationship by any means. Like we usually just bond over 
super like 80s and 90s movies or like music I know oh uh, yeah yeah that's just who we are but you know when I'm when I get excited and I want to like share with him about somebody that I'm really excited about and passionate about I'd like for him to care you know yeah. and I, the thing is that I know he's never gonna watch this he'll never care to watch this or listen to it so it's like I could say whatever I want I'm not saying he's a bad guy I'm just saying that right. he's a little bit closed-minded and he yeah. doesn't care and he and you you have to wonder too if like if Jake was out of prison and you introduced him to your dad with nothing else said, he would probably love Jake. He would he be like, and then, you know, then you put in like the prison factor. Would that, you know, kind of like we talked about last episode, like, would that change your opinion of who you know Jake as a person right now? When you met him, your first, you know, gut feelings about him, everything like that. And it's like, no, probably not. Like, it doesn't really change too much once you get to know somebody. Exactly. And like, like, if people love us and they trust us, then they're going to love and trust our judgment of the people that we choose to spend our lives with. Yeah. I think that's the fact of the matter too. So any yeah. advice that like, if I were to give any advice to anybody about telling, you know, friends or family about a relationship or in general, like it's, it's kind of cliche a little bit, but it's like hmm, the people who mind don't matter. And the people who matter don't mind. So that's, so like, have you had negative responses in all your four and a half years or what? Uh, yes. Every year, every two years, we do like, a, me and my like girl, set of girlfriends, we do like a girlfriend's trip. And it had always been, probably for the past five, six, seven years, had always been Vegas. So I told Ben to like, call me. He's like, I hate calling you when, I, when you're in Vegas. I'm like, please just call me so I can like, you know, communication is key. That's all we have. Mm -hmm. And so we were in the hotel room and he called and I went out on the balcony and I'm out there talking to him. Cause like you said, you got to kind of like, when people don't know, you got to kind of be like, okay, I got to take this call. And your friends are like, you can talk to your mom in front of us, or you can <laughs> talk to like whoever, like who would you ever be talking to that you need to sneak away? Exactly. And so I like shut the door and I'm out there and I'm like, hey. <laughs> And I come back in and my friend just calls me out. She's like, so who's the guy? And I try to like skirt around it. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I've never seen you act like this. Even though at this point, me and Ben had already been together for probably at least a year, a year and a half. And none of my friends knew because I kept it from a lot of my friends for so long oh because God. I feared their judgment. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I was like, it's this guy that I talked to. And I tried to like, just make it like super like soft as I could. I guess. My friend was like, well, tell us about him. And I was like, no, I'm good. She's like, she's like, what? Does he have kids? And I'm like, no, doesn't matter if he did. Yeah. Is he married? I'm like, no, he's not married either. That wouldn't matter. So they're like, what is it? And I was like, he's in prison. And you would have thought like, I, I, I don't even know like what to compare it to because you would have thought that I just let this big secret out. And she was like, what the fuck, Anna? Blah, 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 blah. Just like laid into me. And they, 
both Kelsey and Jamie were like, well, tell us more about him. Like, how did you meet him? Like, you know, what we talked about basically last episode, it was just like laid everything out. And of course they were like apprehensive about things, but it was, you know, we kind of just carried on the rest of the trip and just had our girlfriend's time. But yeah, I mean, even in the future, I mean, I'm no longer friends with this girl, partly because she could not understand that like when I would go visit her out in like Tennessee that if he called no matter what we were doing I would answer because that's all we have and so she would always be like oh my god Anna you're always on the phone where tell him to call back later and it's like sometimes it's not as easy as that you know and so it was very hard for me to like get the point across to her like who this guy was, what he means to me and everything like that. So we just kind of like fell out and it, it sucks, but, but as far as family went, uh, they've always been kind of pretty much supportive of my mom, of course, had her like questions. I mean, reasonably so like we, you know, just protected and my mom's concerns were more so along the lines of like, I want grandbabies and I want them soon. <laughs> like what, what happens? Like, you know, if you do all this time with him and then it doesn't work out, you know, she doesn't want me to like, now she knows, she knows better. She is so on board, you know, but at first it was just like, what, what happens, you know, don't waste your life just sitting around for this guy. And actually, it's brought me more, I don't want want to say life because that sounds cheesy, but more like opportunities because I know I have him and I'm not afraid to go out and do stuff and because I know once he comes home, it's me and him. I don't know about you too, but I feel like I've wanted to be more responsible about certain things because of like having Jake there because I know that it's like there are things that I want to do and get done and I want to focus on them now so that just like you when he's out he can be more in my focus you know so like opportunities school opportunities social opportunities things like that you know we are more focused on them I think right now because we know that we have somebody that is going to support us and be there through it all and then like at the end I guess is the way to say it at the end you know it'll be more about that like familial and partner focused time of our lives does that make yeah sense? yeah when it came down to it and I kind of shared my story with the world was when I made a petition on change.org to um it started out as focusing on mandatory minimums and then the change.org organization reached out to me and they're like make it a little bit more personal because people like personal stuff instead of like statistics and facts and I was like okay so um, I sh- started sharing that and that really like opened up a lot of questions and people reaching out to me. And that was, when did you, when did you start that petition? So like how long into your relationship were you more open with the whole thing? Uh, I just started that petition in like January. So like, like this year, I like this year is really when I went like balls to the wall. And that was because I was so almost like, mentally exhausted of trying to not lie but just beat around the bush so much finally you know I was just like I love this guy I've been with him four and a half years I 
am not ashamed of him and I don't know why I'm acting like I'm ashamed of him and I'm going to throw this out and I'm going to just do it because the people who love me and support me are going to still love me and support me because like you know you just said they should know who we are as people especially family um, especially longtime friends who know you as a person and knows that you're going to take care of yourself. And it's like, why would we put ourselves under the scrutiny that we know we might face if it wasn't somebody that we really cared about too, you know, that just attests more to how much we love them, obviously. And, you know, understand like we want everybody to see how important they are because got me more like out and about with the information was COVID, obviously. It sort of forced me to tell everybody in a sense because I felt so called to help that I was like, this is the only thing that I can do. I don't know, honestly, I don't know if COVID hadn't hit the prison in the way that it did that I would have told people yet still. I'd yeah. probably be pretty like shy about it, just mm-hmm. being honest. And that's okay, because you know, people, mm-hmm. you can tell whoever you want, whenever you want. That's your decision. There's no yeah. rule book for it. There's no right way to do so. Mm-hmm. So, And I, maybe you can give advice on if it will get easier, you know, if it's just like, eventually you just get to a point where you don't care anymore what people think. Yeah, it, it's definitely, you'll definitely get to that point. Right. I mean, like, when, I don't know. I mean, it took me like three years to kind of get to that point to where I'm like, I'm just going to share this and I don't care. But, I mean, I would I would be lying if I said I still didn't um, fear people's, like, negative feedback, you know what I mean? Like, why are you with him? What, like, really, you're going to wait four more years? How long have you, you, you're waiting eight years to be with him? Like, yeah. and it's just like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go and thanks for watching episode two <laughs> Bye. one minute remaining thank you for joining us again on episode two if this is your first time watching go back and watch episode one um thank you again to the subscriber who reached out to us uh yes thank else, you so much yeah anybody else who wants to reach out please feel free to do so even if you don't have a story or if you have concerns feedback, comments, questions, anything. Yeah. All social media. Plug our social media. Go as fast as you can. Oh my gosh. Instagram uh, and Facebook to accept this call. Twitter is just to accept this call. It's uh, just to accept this call. Crap. Just accept this call. <laughs> It, you know what? It'll all be linked underneath this video. Yeah. We'll link it. It's hard. Follow us on Spotify and subscribe and rate on, on Apple Podcast. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see you guys next time. I'm leaving that in, by the way. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. bye.